Well, hello, hello, hello there. Welcome to another uh, fortnight where we have another twofold episode. I'm your host today again, and it is I, Phil. And with me is Timo- Timothy. Tim- Tim- Timothy. Tim- uh, as they call me in work by Americans, Timotej. No, they don't. Timo no, they don't. no they, don't. They, they don't even try. They just go, Timo? Can I say Timo? <laughs> and on my right is the wonderful Jake, who is so close to retirement. <laughs> so close, guys. I'm only 28. I'm going to retire. Well, I meant for the podcast, dude. Yeah, Come on. Two more episodes of retirement. Tim is called Pachareta. Have you ever had it? Pasha. No, I never had that. Link it up. I'll, For context, it if out. I cut it's this just... out in the podcast, these guys are talking about certain alcoholic beverages. That <sighs> no, this, was, this one's eight minutes free. to Google search. We'll put it on the end. We'll put it on the end. We'll put it at the end. We'll put it on the end. Yeah, you will put it on the end. Do you know, dear audience, that Phil puts stuff on the end for every single episode? I don't know if you know. Well, just about. Just about, just about. Long, long time <laughs> ago in the old podcast, used to be used to be grander. There used to be sagas. Oh, and- and also it was like you had to wait at least five minutes of silence. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil got lazy. He just put some immediately. <laughs> well, that's because I was thinking the time stamp would be different. So I always wanted, you know, you guys wanted it to be shorter. So I don't want to extremely. That's true. Uh, true. Yeah, I don't want to add five minutes of silence. No, I never had. Like it's longer. What do you call it? Pasa, pasa, pas, 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 uh, what is this? What are you sending me on? It's just a, like a local here. soda. But you can't get huh. anywhere else except there. So I thought maybe no. Pasareta. Uh, I'm familiar with cocta, but this is this is this is new. No, this is just like local. It's oh. like a I'll try it. like a pomegranate soda, something like that. Mm. I like nice. local sodas. Did I you like know the that the Fritz Sumerians in Germany had yeah. 32 different kinds of beers? I mean, did, weren't we, they one of the first ones? Well, yeah. Them. I mean, they were the first, and that was what was it like five, uh, five, six thousand years ago? And that, like, they were they were the hipsters of craft beer. You know, they call them dark. Maybe, maybe their neighbors. You know, why <laughs> the people in the Gua- uh, Valley of Guanji made <laughs> their own beer? <laughs> the, of, uh, the dinosaurs and the tiny horses drank it. Yeah, the dinosaurs drank from the river of a beer and got drunk <laughs> and turned purple. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all the grapes. Yeah, the grapes in the in the beer. <laughs> Yeah, the grapes. And yeah, whoops. Oh man, I meant that's yeah. for the the people in the mountains in the in the Iran the mountains. The people of the mountains and the Turkish mountains. They they yeah. drink the wine, the purple T Rexes. Yeah, the purple T Rexes. Anyway, speaking of purple T Rexes, that is our topic today. First of all, we want to say Johnny. Johnny hit us up with a song. <laughs> What a song that was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a song that was. And uh, welcome. Welcome. Okay. Welcome. Welcome like to y'all. Twofold. <laughs> welcome to Twofold, where Jacob really pretend like Jacob's like the senior yeah, that the doesn't care about the last. You know what I mean? Where you don't care yeah. anymore because it's the last days and you're just ready to leave. But it's, exactly. so just, it's going to be. You're just breaking all the rules. Have you guys watched I'm Lethal Weapons? No, you know, we haven't. Like, what, what? Yeah, Mel watched Gibson, what? the first one. Danny Glover. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the first one. He's like, he's like retiring, retiring, and uh, he's like celebrating. That's that. This is that episode, right? Totally. You're like, I don't care. There's no rules. I don't have to follow any yeah. instructions. <laughs> you guys are like, you know, still in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 
Um, but this is that episode. The next episode is going to be, you know, when it's like, when he's like, I'm too old for this shit. When trouble comes and you have mm-hmm. to, you know, like it's going to be the episode. <laughs> it's going to be a seven hour episode. We're going to get a fight about something important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Clash of the Titans. You, you, you never let me do this and so on. Yes. That's going to yeah. be the last episode. That's going to be but trouble. Then, but what about the, and then the final yeah, the episode? The final one like, is guys. Jacob's thesis. Yeah, this is like the, the, the explosion, the big explosion happens. We're like lighting up cigars, you know, we're full yeah. of like Ooh, Hollywood cigars. scratches and, and like blood and we're like, <laughs> we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how yeah. it feels. It reminds me of when I was at a field trip in Austria. We went to like the Austrian highlands and stuff like that. And I was missing my parents so much because I was like eight. But then again, everyone, all the other kids in my dorm that were sleeping soundly didn't mind because they weren't such babies. But I was like crying all the time. But then when the, <laughs> but then the like the night before we were leaving, I was funny. I was like, yeah, I was the cool kid. And then I remember one kid was like, Philip's so funny today. And I was like, yeah, that's how it feels because I was finally leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you didn't have to cry anymore. You're, you're all out of tears. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all yeah. out of tears to cry. All right. So Guanji. how are you guys doing? Okay, fine. Let's talk about Guanji then. Let's talk about. I don't know. Va- what, Jacob? What is it? Nothing. I'm breathing. I'm just breathing. <laughs> You're breathing like okay. Tim. Okay. Okay. Breathing like Tim. Fine. 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 Tim, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I, I, I watch and I'm watching the Sumerian documentary and I forgot about recording the podcast. It's good stuff. Amazing. It's YouTube. I'll link Sounds it up. Fantastic. It's, it's like a YouTuber he's making them. And it, it's, it's actually better than some of the some of the garbage that TV has been putting out for the last 20 years. Mm. You know, like Discovery Channel those, or History yeah, those Channel. stupid documentaries. Yeah. And it's like, it's was, just a What's the name of the it's documentary? Like, Sumer, the Sumerian legend. Oh, I don't have it. <laughs> Damn it. I, I, it's on my other. Wait, I'll, I'll, <laughs> you, you guys talk. I'll find it. Okay. okay. I'm talking. So, so Jacob, so um, mm-hmm. what was I going to say? Uh, I was watching documentaries too, in fact, on YouTube. Uh, it wasn't really documentary. There's this guy, he's a YouTuber. His name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Number eight, The Sumerians, Fall of the First Cities. And the. Oh, it's a long and title. The, I'm going to forget. And it's Number two eight, and Sumerians a half hours long. Mm-hmm. And the channel is Fall of Civilization. I'm only halfway through, but I'm, I'm liking so far. The, the voice is a little bit dramatic, but he's really sticking to facts. And anytime he goes, you know, into sort of like pondering or sort of connecting the dots he, he does you know nice of a disclaimer you know this is my you know my sort of storytelling my, my dark connection so pretty good. <laughs> that's good i maybe so, check out his other videos maybe number one maybe number two i'm on oh, eight. Oh, it's on youtube yeah yeah youtube oh that's why phil was mentioning youtube 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 yeah that's why i was mentioning youtube because there's this guy called billiam i don't know he reviewed all the like scooby-doo shows and stuff like that and he also talked about what i was watching right now which is when animal planet got insane you know when they started doing fake like mermaid documentaries (laughs) wait 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 animal planet did the history channel as well yeah i was wondering yeah planet yeah i didn't even know about that phil did you know that animal planet even changed your logo i think the elephant's even gone (laughs) yeah it looks stupid I don't like how it. it's a mermaid. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And it was, and he was just talking about how there's like the cryptozoology, you know, shows where it's like people out in the woods with flashlights. Like, no, is that Bigfoot? No. Is that Bigfoot? I hate you those know. shows. Okay. By the way, update. There is still the elephant on the logo. Just so everyone. It's back. Knows. But okay, it's half good, a mermaid. Good. It's, it's a it's elephant. It's actually blue. Mate. So there's the connection with mermaids. Yeah. That's so true. Billiam is the channel. You can go check it yeah. out there. Tim, TV? what's yours? 
uh, uh, the I said I said the channel. Wait, let me well, do it again. It's a fall of civilization. I think fall of civilizations. I'm looking it up. TV got garbage. Re like I have not watched <sighs> TV TV, and I think about 15 years. I actually yeah. didn't. I don't even own like a way to watch TV. I've seen TV on other people's, and I've obviously seen <laughs> TV shows, yeah. right? You know, like some famous ones that made a way to like Netflix and stuff. Uh, this mm -hmm. it's called Fall of Civilization. So okay, so far so good. Right. What about you, Chad? Uh, you guys, ever guys watch it. pawn shops? <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't watch. Don't watch, watch a couple episodes. You mean the one where people go into the the pawn experts and they try to sell yes. something? We watched like one episode where this guy was trying to sell this like 1950s Telecaster. Oh. And he came in and he's like, I think he wanted like 500,000 or something. Mm -hmm. And the end, the, guy, the guy's like, I'll give you 20,000. Okay, it'll pay for one semester of college. <laughs> and, oy, oy, oy. and I was like, dude, I was <laughs> America. Like, why? <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> Just save it, put it on your wall or something. Um, I know. I know. Do, you know what's my, like, the only times I watch TV is either like visiting back home and somebody had TV on, mm -hmm. so I would catch something, or like a hotel or a Airbnb we got. I think we watched a lot of garbage when we were in Croatia by the seaside. And, oh, and, nice. Uh, and I said pawn stars or whatever it's called. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant uh, it's called Storage Wars. Oh, yes. I know the people who have like, uh, who go and like, uh, like raid the storage units like there's junk yes, the, and they, they, they like oh jeez oh yeah they sell the I've crap. heard of this yeah they bid they bid like there's like a group of them and they're all like celebrities in that own tv show yeah and there's like a, and they can't see what's inside the storage oh and locker. they, they like all see what the best no no i think i think they open it up but they can't go and look yeah, into they it can they just, just look, at look it from outside yes well um kind of weird fence thing Door and then it's like door. a bidding war who yeah you know, yeah pays much and then they go check what's in there it's just amazing how with ah. with it crazy editing and dun, 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 dun. yes we're gonna to take this out no don't take this out dun, 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 dun. when we move and the here. classic you know yeah, you know the one the you know <laughs> that stinger the, the little stinger sort of yeah yes. i wanted to say when we moved here when when we were buying our internet, we had to, they forced us to take like TV with the internet, you know, like the digital uh -huh. TV. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to spare you guys of the stupid stories. <laughs> Why did they the force TV. you? It's bad. Why did they force you? Because they're like, you know, Monopoly. And so you can't get, like, I wanted to get fiber internet. No, they, they didn't force you that you could opt out, but it's just like, you know, I don't know, like one euro less, you know, for just the internet, right? So I was like, okay, just put the TV in, you know, to the package. It's fine. You know, Scary. for an extra euro. Okay. My goodness. So the internet, totally fine, right? The TV, that's like maximum security on that little box. Little TV oh, box. yeah, the max just like, security just box. Super security. And what ended up happening was that we have the TV box downstairs and the router on the mm -hmm. next floor, right? And I thought, well, great. You know, this is, you know, you plug it in. You have maybe the TV box is wireless uh, or whatever. Maybe we can, you know, plug it into my mesh, my Wi-Fi mesh, you know, whatever. I had those... Um, uh, what are they called? Those power links before I was trying to plug it in. No. And then the technician comes <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this has to be directly plugged into our modem that we provide. And he Can't. brought, he brought <laughs> an ethernet <laughs> cable, like the length of, you know, how long it takes to get to the moon. And he yeah. connects it to the, <laughs> and he connects it directly down the stairs. There's just, you know, blaring yellow cable. 
He's like, oh, there no. you go. He's like, it works. And he presses a button. Problem solved. He's like, I did it for you. I solved your problem. High security. And I'm like, for the highest quality like, program. How is this even possible? And then the guy, <laughs> and then the guy is like, yeah, he's like, if you want to use your like mesh system and plug it in there, it's like, you have mm-hmm. to call and like ask for them to like put it into bridge mode. And yeah, they might give it to you. They might not, but I think they will. And it's like, dude, what is this? And then it's the ancient times, Sum- then, Sumerians had cable. And Sumerians when, had cable. When the we ancient watched Sumerian TV sometimes, uh, the couple of times we watched it, I just couldn't believe it. I forgot what television is like. We watched this, uh, <laughs> this, this show called Botched on E, which is about plastic surgery. Oh, no. <laughs> and my goodness, that's like, you know, a 22 minute, right, uh, slot. And it's like four minutes of actual content. <laughs> yeah. It's like one Imgur link picture yeah. is basically made into an episode. But I couldn't believe it because I was interested. I wanted to see about these surgeries, right? We wanted to see what's happening. But it's just <laughs> yeah, like, good luck. you know, Christy came in and then Christy said this. I hate you. Make my boobs bigger. And they said no. And then, you know, you know, the classic. I have a phone call every month. I have a phone call every month of people like there are uh, provider trying, trying to try to get me the TV. And they're like, it's for free. And I'm like, I don't want it. But it's like, it's 40 channels oh, for yeah. free. And I'm like, I don't want it. They're just like there, like confused. But but we will give it to you. And I was like, no, I don't want it. I, this is a principle. I refuse to have TV. Yeah. Get it away from me. Yeah, and they just like, good call. Way. I think last time they just hung up on me. They were like, what is wrong with this man? So like, do you know what's cool here? I don't know how it is in what Slovakia. Is but for instance, I was regularly getting calls from my phones, like my cell phone's parent company, mm-hmm. right? So I'm on their like subsidiary, uh-huh. cheaper company. And I kept getting calls from their parent company, uh, cannibalizing their own like sales, like trying to upsell me into there, you know, <laughs> trying to get them to the, yeah, that's amazing. And they're calling, they're like, oh, we say they, they did that to me too. And they're and like, they succeeded. Why don't you get, you know, to TCOM, you'll just pay monthly, you know, like 300% more. It'll be great for you and all this stuff. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I know what I have. Thank you. Bye bye. And they would call me like once a month. And I would think yeah. it's like an emergency call or something. Cause you know, you don't know the number. So I'm thinking like, oh my goodness, maybe it's something to do with, I don't know, whatever my situation is, maybe it's important. Yeah. I got super fed up with them. And I would just like, you know, the classic, you say, no, thank you. And you hang up on them because they'll keep talking. Yeah. But then I found <laughs> out that here you can sign up. Um, there's this like regulatory body, right? In the government that uh, has to do with telecommunication. And you can basically put, you can send in a request to put you on a like, don't call me list. Okay, and I did that and ever since then. Beautiful. No one's calling me ever. So they repelled them. You, you should have. That's, you should have just like asked them. Do you, uh, you know? Have you accepted uh, Jesus Christ as your personal? <laughs> yeah, 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 just do that. Just and they just hung up immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, this same thing happened to me, and they succeeded because I was a stupid moron. But then I reverted back. So, oh no, yeah, yeah. But I learned my it. lesson. It was a hero's journey. You know, it was exactly the same. Hang steps. up immediately. Next time they did that, I was like, no, 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 no. You just have to be super firm. You just say no, thank you. And if they keep talking, then unfortunately you just have to hang up on them. I mean, I know the poor soul, I know that's that's literally their job. They have to like, you know, make these cold calls. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Yeah. Mm. I got, anyway. I think I got my, my phone, sorry, the last thing, last thing, Phil, I, I promised, and then we can get to purple dinosaurs, but I, I just want to say, like, speaking of, <laughs> I think my phone number somehow got, like, you know, into those, like, databases, because, yeah. like, I had, like, last couple of months, I had, a, like, I actually had a person trying to evangelize to me on a phone, like, calling yeah, they got, me, like, they got like, your number somewhere. 
Yeah, like I had like commercials and this this was like the first new like I didn't like some telling you Tim, you need to look into that government no call list. It's real probably there too. Yeah, I have to get in there. So it was literally a form. I just I did it online in email, put my number mm-hmm. and my name and I just sent it and they said, "Okay." Yeah. I used to be one Good. of those people. I used to sell I used to sell bamboo <laughs> until you took an arrow to the knee. Oh man, yeah, I used Can to, we leave I used this to sell bamboo shoes. I want to hear Tim's work stories. Remember last time we had the awesome I love Italian the work man? Stories. <laughs> I hear yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's like, there's like a, there's like a barrel. I was just, you know, I was talking to you guys about that, and I forgot about most of that stuff. And I was just sitting after the podcast, like it just came flooding in. It's like there is so much stuff right there. So maybe, one day, maybe before I leave, I'll tell you about my awesome American English <gasps> school boss. Before I leave, oh, you we gotta to, do that. We gotta we do that. You have to. I think yeah. enough time has passed and no <laughs> yeah. legal obligations. No, you know, no, <laughs> not whatsoever. But so I, you can full story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to set some time for that. Okay, go on. Pur- Is that it? Purple T Rex. Yeah, yeah. We're done Purple T Rex. Okay, super. Stories. All right, that was an that was a fascinating trip through the sadness of phone networking and TV. But here's a cinematic masterpiece and it's called The Valley of Guanji, and I'm so glad that I got to share this with you. Mm. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, uh I the reason why I brought this up was because first of all, we're doing Ray Harryhausen, right? His you know, some of his productions and some of the things that he animated and designed, um, which is a center point in these films. But uh, yeah, Valley of the Guanji was one of those films that I didn't hear about until recently. And I'll have you know that the way I heard about Valley of the Guanji was through a podcast. <laughs> okay. And that podcast happened to be... Uh, who's that guy who was untested? Who did the makeup? <laughs> I can't believe do, we're do getting back to not remember it. Tested who did the makeup. <laughs> you, I, you remember, like, Frankie I can't, re- I can't remember it? the name of the two yeah, Frankie people Polito who made up right. myth, myth, Mythbusters. Yeah, so Frankie I can't even Polito, get to test it. He's, Adam he's a, and Jamie. Adam, Jamie. Wait, Jamie. wait, and there was also Will Smith. Remember Will Smith? That's right. What the was his friend's name? <laughs> Will Smith. Uh, Norm. Norm. Norm Chen. Who we almost got to, we almost bumped into at the, uh, um, oof, at the, what is happening Monday? What is this podcast? <laughs> Remember that thing then that happened? <laughs> Remember that the movie we watched that that, and then stuff happened in it? The Valley it of great. Something. Yeah. <laughs> there was this thing, this, this lizard thing. It's got like a tail. Yeah. Extinct. Well, no, like remember, remember, we were we, we had a visit at the royal. Remember at the Royal Tyrell Museum. Remember that Tyrell, isn't it? Is it Tyrell or Tyrell? The Royal Tyrell Museum. It's a museum for. It's a museum that's famous for like its paleontological like artifacts that it has, and it's a huge museum full of like dinosaurs and dinosaur skeletons. Tyrellosaurus Rex. Yeah, in Alberta, Canada, and people actually like. It was a good museum. Research there, paleontologists do, and. Um, one of the co-hosts of Tested was there the day after we were there mm. at the same museum. And so that brings me back to Tested, which brings me back to Frankie Polito, who was a makeup artist who worked in a lot of films, you know, in the film industry recently. And he, if he's a makeup artist, he's done a lot of these big special effects films. And he was interviewing on his podcast, which I do not remember the name of because I haven't listened to it in it's a okay. long time. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> it's Okay. And he was interviewing Shannon Shea, who is 
another really, really big makeup artist and special effects man mm. who has not That's done work for everything. Me too. That you I know. thought it was a woman, Shannon Elizabeth. Oh no, it's, it's, it's a guy. He's a guy named Shannon Shay, and they call him Shan. He's done every like Shandon. just just name a movie and he's done it in like in the eighties and nineties and what did he do specifically? Like, Sin City Predator, Jurassic Park. No, no, no. no, no. I mean like oh, lost oh. Space. <laughs> lost oh makeup. Like he did he did makeup effects and he did uh, creature effects supervising. Phil, for can I just films. really quick say there's actually a really cool video you should watch from Frank Ippolito where he talks about the different kinds of fake blood that they use. Oh, that's for right. I remember that a long time ago. It's yeah. actually amazing. I actually saw that. Oh, you don't need yeah, any he, of that. You just need food coloring. That's just the best. But no, watch his video. Well, I'm just joking. I'm being. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were serious. I was like, because no, 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 we no. did food coloring and those things wouldn't get off nope. our faces no. for a long time. No, no or a carpet uh, that, that, we, we kids, that we marked yeah. with blood. So Shannon Shea Somebody bought a worked place at Stan and Winston. <laughs> and some and were thinking somebody died in that oh, place. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that was fun. Just that all that fun. pink. Yeah, we had a lot of pink, a lot of blood stains on the basement. It's wonderful because of our films that we made there. So we'll, hopefully the people who yeah. saw that house didn't think well, the house is gone now. now so yeah, They're being they haunted it. by a purple ghost with a belt around So his Shannon yes. Shea worked at Stan Winston and he was being <laughs> interviewed fetish. by these two people on, on that podcast. And he mentioned a movie called Valley of Guanji. And he said it's one of his favorite movies. And he said, like, if you want to see something that's... In a valley. That, you know, that everyone that that's in a valley that features Guanji, uh, you want to check that out. And I'm like, okay. And, and he said Mary Harryhausen because every special effects artist mm. that is so tell me, entering Phil, retirement. Since you're the host of the yeah. Ray Harryhausen uh, marathon, what was Ray Harryhausen's last picture that he worked Who on? Who is Ray, Ray Harryhausen? We, you haven't, yeah, I don't think we you even, didn't introduce him at all. I don't know what it looks I did. like. Last time we I, talked about it, well, but you guys wanted refresher. to talk about. Yeah. Okay, Ray Harryhausen. He's like no, one more of the most personal. famous. No, no, no. I don't want. I don't want like his acolytes. textbook definition. Ray yeah, Harryhausen. Yeah. Okay, so Who who's the man? Ray what does he mean? What is he like? Yeah. What is he? Old, old Ray Harryhausen yeah. was a very calm and polite man who's very humble, and he began his career at age thirteen, where he actually watched King Kong. In the cinema, as a little child in 1933, went to the cinema, and he watched it. And he was amazed at how vivid these special effects were. How did they make that giant monkey? Well, giant monkey. he started to create his own models. You know, he started creating. He started monkeys. getting interested in dinosaurs. You know, he was like full of passion for making monsters. You know, making creatures and. Eventually, because back in those days, special effects wasn't a thing. You know, it wasn't like a huge thing. And all the people who were working in special effects, particularly Willis O'Brien, who was the father of the, you know, uh, the stop motion special effects for films. Willis Mm -hmm. O'Brien did the original King Kong. You know, he's the one who animated that. Is that like the first big thing, like as far as effects, a special special motion, stop motion? It was. But before there was also stuff like The Lost World from like, it's a silent film. Mm -hmm. And they also had stop motion dinosaurs in that, which was also done by Willis O'Brien. Okay. And he was back, he was was there since the beginning of film when Thomas Edison started copywriting everything and (laughs) suing everybody else. So so they filmed the train and then then, then Willis O'Brien is like, trains are great, but have you ever filled a dinosaur? 
in that sense. <laughs> That's the thing, right? There was uh, stop motion, I think, was a thing when film even started because it was a frame by frame process, right? So, yeah. yeah. One of the first movies that were produced in America, anyway, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in America was with Thomas Edison and it was doing a frame by frame stop motion uh, test, like with cavemen <laughs> and dinosaurs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and it was like stop motion cavemen and stuff like that. So it's, you know, like stop motion is synonymous with the birth okay. of film. Well, I guess it's like um, the logical step. They're like, you know, you, you could do frame by frame. You can animate it. It's great. Do it. Exactly. I think that's the whole thing. And also, so is 2D animation, right? Yes. So it's like drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gertie the Dinosaur was one of the biggest 2D. Dinosaurs, uh, man. That's like, what's that? They're like, you never Everyone saw loved dinosaurs. The little animated, uh, the first animated yeah. movie. It's pretty cool. Possibly. Yeah. Gertie the Dinosaur was like a, like there was a, um, a 2D animated dinosaur, cartoon kind of dinosaur. And he was interacting with a guy on stage when they mm-hmm. were going to watch this uh, presentation. So someone was actually interacting with Gertie the Dinosaur, who is a cartoon dinosaur on the screen. And it was like, I think that's kind of the reference in Jurassic Park where John is talking oh, to no John. Way. I'm pretty sure. It's like oh 2D. It's like a line exactly arc. the same style. That's in Jurassic Park. That's what? Yeah, yeah, there you go. See, uh, I just was thinking about that right now. He's like a tree and, <laughs> in, that, in that short. Yeah, he does. You should, you should, everyone should check that out. Gertie the Dinosaur is on YouTube, obviously. Um, and that being said, Willis O'Brien was one of the first people who was actually involved in special effects. And back then, like I wanted to get back to my point where back then when Ray Harryhausen was a little boy watching King Kong in cinemas and wanting to contact this special effects guy it was not only fairly easy but also these special effects people were actually just kind of like hidden from the public view they didn't want people to know how the effects were done Mm -hmm. so they actually for king kong at least for the promotional stuff for king kong 1933 they pretended that it was just a they made up a bunch of stories about how the special effects was the time of uh right war the world's orson welles Jinxing yeah. everybody. <laughs> Jinxing people. And so that in nineteen thirty three that was the thing. <laughs> and that's how and that's how <laughs> Willis O'Brien wasn't actually so no, well known. He wasn't like some kind of person that you could just look up and say, Oh yeah, Willis O'Brien. You know, every time you keep saying Willis O'Brien, I keep thinking Conan O'Brien. And I'm like, what is he <laughs> doing? Bruce Willis and Conan O'Brien just merged okay. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he got Got in touch with Willis O'Brien, young Ray Harryhausen, and um, he, Willis O'Brien told him, go to art school, learn how to draw, learn all the artistic skills you can, and I will make you my apprentice at some point. So he did that. He went to college. He studied sculpting, drawing, and um, he did test footage of you know models that he made. And eventually he became Willis O'Brien's apprentice, and they did Mighty Joe Young, which is like the third King Kong because the second one was Son of Kong, which is very boring. Wait, wait, Mighty Joe opinion. Young is a King yeah, Kong thing? that's new. I thought no, it was Mighty like Joe a 90s... Young is an old, no, is a nine is an old film from like the early 40s. What? Uh, or at least 1937. Mighty, that's yeah, what, uh, with the South African actress. What's her name? That was the remake, man. For oh. With... Uh, with, with uh, <laughs> her name is from... Oh, Scarlett, Scarlett Perron. I, uh, what am I Scarlett saying? Perron. Scarlett Perron. <laughs> the famous actress. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. There you go. Um, yeah, it's a remake of the old original. Wait, that's uh, connected to, to 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 King Kong, just very loosely. Oh, like okay. it's just it's it's a giant gorilla, 
And it's not even that big, you know, it's just like a he's like a know, small gorilla. Dime, yeah, he's a small gorilla. Does but King still Kong like come like gorillas. you're a small gorilla? Go back. No, to no, no, because King Kong small. Tim, come on, King Kong dies in King Kong, right? Oh, I and never watched King Kong. Movie, <laughs> Really? Yeah, no. Did I just ruin it for you? No, it's it fine. Me. I don't care. Yeah. Like he dies. Yeah, like the, he's like he falls, and the, and then the man says, "It's the most iconic, one of the most iconic." Yeah, I know, things I know, I know, I know. It's like yeah, the planes, the tower. Yeah, and he's King like, it's man who yeah, killed I mean, Peter Jackson. Made made it a whole emotional thing, you know, where you look into his eyes. Dude, yeah, I, I think he, we watched really like did. tried five times to watch that Peter Jackson King Kong. <laughs> yeah. Impossible to get through. It's a tough one. Tough one. Yeah. It's a long one. Um, and well, uh. Mighty Joe Young was one of Ray Harryhausen's first things. And, of course, after that, filmmakers wanted to work with whoever did the special effects stuff because that was becoming more popular. There you go. 1950s happened. Hmm. Ray Harryhausen was working on his uh, monsters, and there was, like, Creature from 10,000 Fathoms. There's, like, the Beast. No, that was the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. Hmm. The Creature from... <laughs> oh, there's so many movies. So they're, they're all, the they're all really from The Creature from the Bistro. Yeah, Creature from the Bistro. First Men on the Moon. There's... Uh, it Came from Beneath the Sea with a Giant Octopus. That's a good name. Uh, I just know Creature of the Black Lagoon. Then Came Hoopapon was another movie they did. Yeah, That's yeah. a good one. I like that one. <laughs> um... With the manta rays, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty, the uh, twenty, the and then rays. see, like, there's the cre- there's the beast from twenty thousand fathoms, or was it ten thousand fathoms? One of those fathoms, and then there's <laughs> thirty thousand. Many thousand, maybe fathoms it was thirty thousand. And then, and then the there's creature. another movie called there's another movie called million mi- twenty million miles to Earth, which had. Are you sure it's like ten million miles? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Shut up! Are you sure about that number? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. No, I know Frank's gonna tell me what's right and what's wrong here. Okay, so it's called 10, mil- 10 million miles from the sea. Twenty million <laughs> miles million to million Earth. Ten millimeters. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so this is how Ray Harryhausen's career grew, and he just kept making these these special effects for these films. And eventually, him and Charles H. Schneer, who we talked about last time, I forgot, collabed that together. He's like this big producer. He was a, <laughs> does, yeah. He was this producer who did uh, Jason mm-hmm. and the Argonauts. This producer already sounds fishy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jason and the Argonauts. They did that. Together. It's all Ray Ray Rayhouse and just like making fake names. So there's so like a names. This movie and the Argonauts, and you'll be happy, proud of me that I know. Ah, the cool, is. cool, cool. We'll get there. So hopefully. Um, so usually when we tomorrow. do movies, what I do is I write notes. So if we back in the day when we used to go to the cinema after the movie was done, I would sit down and write notes like points i want to talk about and if it was a movie watched home i would write it as i'm watching it because one i didn't want like forget something that i had like a thought watching it and secondly i would make a list of things to talk about if we run into you know a ditch we have nothing to talk about i could pull something out but unfortunately what happens with that is that i'll have like 20 things to talk about and then i'll keep yammering on through the podcast and it just you know turns into me talking so i did something different this time i did something revolutionary something i haven't done on this podcast not once i haven't written a single note <laughs> <laughs> wonderful so, wonderful let's uh, see how this goes did jabe did you write any single notes in the history of the show <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that tells us everything I think that's I, <laughs> yes i did once when we came back remember we did a we did the nights at the round freaking kids at the round table yeah yeah i wrote some notes cool because I wanted to try out Notion. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any in any case, that's sort of how Ray Harryhausen. Oh, and I wrote a bunch it. of notes. And for like, the it's it's a, oh, episode. there you go, there you, there you go. go. Anyway, Ray Harryhausen, tall man, very very soft spoken and humble. Did his own effects, 
did it as his own model making and just animated most of it, all of it by himself, you know. And if you mm-hmm. watch some of his show shows, shows, if you watch some of his, this films, probably should have been a show. To be honest, it's way too long. Yeah, oh yeah, if it was a half an hour. It'll okay. be great for sure. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, if that you would have been perfect, if you watch some of his uh, movies and you see the animation, you can see a lot of his personality, like the personality he gives these creatures, um, which I feel like is definitely something that is missing from movies now because I think just logically you're having a lot of people work on something very fast. They can't, like the artists can't like infuse the direction or the personality of a creature. Are you talking about uh, uh, Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah. So do you know what one thing is great though is that these dinosaurs are way more mobile than that Hydra at the end of the Ar- Ar- Argonauts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so anyway, with that, the head. Just to cap this off, Ray Harryhausen okay, did all sorry. that, and his influence was definitely a huge thing for all this visual effects people and filmmakers who made movies. Hey, you'll be uh, proud of me. Later on, Phil Tippett was influenced by him. Hundred percent. I mean, like everyone See? was. Everyone yeah. was. You know, I know some stuff. He was the nerd king back in the day. There's an episode of um, uh, what's that show called? Gravity Falls. That's that's how I know Harry mm-hmm. Osmond. That, that like Cyclops creatures in there, really? Yeah, because I think uh, really. Mabel but, has a yeah. has a phobia of stop motion, <laughs> so they have to <laughs> oh, fight that. stop motion yeah. uh, creatures. It's a pretty good episode. Yeah, it's a good show. Also, you know, Monsters Inc. Great We're show. We're going to Harryhausen's. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's everywhere, and like, and he died in 2013. I remember that, and uh, so he's been around he for a while. long life. <laughs> he yeah. saw The Hobbit, and he was like. And his last film, <laughs> and then died. His last film that he did before retiring was Clash of the Titans, which we'll watch next time. Wait, did wait? No, no, we're not watching the new oh, one. The old one. No, are you okay. kidding me? Okay, okay. I thought he was like a consultant. <laughs> <laughs> no, him there's a there's a video of him like someone saying before the movie came out, they're like they're planning on remaking Clash of the Titans, and Ray Harryhausen's like, oh, I hope not. So there you go. I think he said, like, why would they do that? I think yeah. That was well, why remake it? Why do that? I just don't understand. That's how he sounds like. Ray Harryhausen is, uh, I made the models in uh, Valley of Guanji. So, Valley of Guanji, let's go. <laughs> Valley of Guanji, Gwally. a.k.a. Uh, Gwally, Gwally of Guanji. Basically, of cowboys Gwanji. versus dinosaurs. And let's a little horse. It. So Don't forget about the little tiny horse. little horse. So let's this go. This movie takes about 80% <laughs> of the film to set everything up. <laughs> okay. In the let's last go for it. I, I, have, I have some notes, and here's my notes. First this, of all... If, if, if you watch Jurassic Park Lost World, it's basically that movie. In that order. Yeah, but like super simplified. No, it's the same thing. They go to this place. They're like, oh, let's get dinosaurs... We go to get dinosaurs. The dino- oh, But it's different though, Tim, because here, right, he's like, they find a little horse and they're like, well, the horse is important. But then they're like, what is this? Dinosaurs here. That's Whereas true. Lost World is more like... <laughs> they weren't looking for, for a little dinos. horse in, in, in Lost World. <laughs> yeah. But in the book of Jurassic Park, there's a little tiny little elephant. Tiny elephant. Which I was thinking yes. about actually when mm. it started. Because they had a, like a little yeah. bag with a little horse in it. And I was like thinking of the little elephant. Me too. Uh, yeah. I mean... Look, these these movies are are something. So, like, released a Spielberg cut with a little little elephant, a little elephant with a little elephant. We need a Spielberg cut where John Hammond is walking around, young John Hammond, exclusive. Yeah, as played by uh, what's his name, who plays Hannibal in the TV show, Skarsgård, Mads Mikkelsen, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just 
He's just young John Hammond, you know. That's not young John later. Hammond. Young John Hammond <laughs> has to have a little That's gap. That's what everybody would teeth. cast him as. Oh, you're right. What is right. a gap in, his, in their teeth? I don't know. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <gasps> uh, young Arnold Schwarzenegger playing young. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. So, topic, so, 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 look, topic, Valley yeah. of Guanji. Okay, look, look. Very simple story, and I'm not going notes. to. I'm not going to do the synopsis thing. I'm just going to say you said the exact same thing. Cowboy times. <laughs> Cowboy times. Little horse. Professor goes. This is an extinct horse. And woman. See Hammond named TJ. She's like. No, it's going to be for my show, you know, I need, I need, you know, cause I'm a, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a star in a show and I do like stunts with horses and everyone loves it in the middle of the desert. <laughs> what so if I the horses were horse. tiny? <laughs> and what if the horse was tiny and it would dance on the big horse? That's what I'm here for. And then, uh, we have main character cowboy guys. Do you, did you know, do you recognize this actor? Absolutely. No. Yes. hundred percent. Who is this actor? The actor that played in beneath the planet yes the james franciscus i don't know i don't know tim have you not seen beneath the planet of the apes uh, i guess you would i have a i'll get i'll anyway, get look, into I just, what, real quick, that real, later real quick real quick real quick uh cowboy lead man is like well you we can do that but professor wants to find more of the where that horse came from because professor and his theory of the humanoids wants to uh find out where he, where this small horse came from because they kidnapped that horse, right? From some valley. What valley? Well, they go there. And so there's like two teams, just like in Lost World, actually. <laughs> told you. Who are competing, who are competing uh, in that valley to, you know, to get it for different uh, reasons, right? And then they land on, they discover there's a giant purple T-Rex ravaging the town. I mean, the valley, not the town. He'll do that later. They <laughs> just like Lost World's own valley. Yeah, just just like Lost. You're right, just like Lost World. And then they capture it and they bring it back to become this, you know, uh, (laughs) screw the tiny horse. And as you know, T Rex dancing on a horse. horse. We got a T Rex. We got a purple T Rex. And I mean, as you can probably guess, things go bad, and man learns about his hubris. The end. No, no. Then the end is Zoo Tycoon. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly. That's the. That's the. We're gonna have to get into that. So. There you go. There, there's the synopsis. Valley of Guanji. Yeah. What do you want to say about Valley of Guanji? There's a old hag in it. I thought Tim would love that uh, old hag telling warning and being like, "You must not disturb the Valley of Guanji." I have like three thoughts about this movie, but Tim, go first. No, I want to say it's like it's funny to me, like watching these movies, especially after the one we watch. It, it's it's funny watching blockbusters of the era, and it's like a continuation yes. of what you so true. It's like, like when you watch movies that you never saw, right? So there were movies released before you are. And then, A, you didn't see it when it came out. So it wasn't, like, contemporary, culturally relevant at the time, nor did you see it as a child, which you're more susceptible to accepting things. So if you maybe saw a movie from the 50s mm-hmm. when you are like, five, you kind of, you it, you know, everything's Buy new to it? you. So so you might, you might have a nostalgic feeling to it. Like, and I know you guys hate me for this, or not hate me, but, you know, make fun of me because of it. I never watched Star Wars as a child, so even the original trilogy, maybe besides, you know, Empire, it, it's it's just cheesy. Like, I'm not, like, watching it as watching it like a movie or a story. I'm watching it as, like, a cultural artifact time capsule. That's just so yeah, bizarre. As a, as a cultured man from the future, you know, looking down at the... like. <laughs> and there's definitely movies the of the era, like, you know, what was it, 12 Angry Men, or you watch, like, a Hitchcock movie, and 
it feels all of a sudden all of that is gone. The contemporary whatever culture, society is gone and you're actually watching a movie and it feels like you're watching a new movie. This is definitely it. You're just, you're completely out of it. It's, it and it's, uh, I, I had trouble after like they get into the land of desert and there's just no horses and there's like a purple dinosaur train <laughs> terrorizing them. I, my brain switched <laughs> off. But until that point, like just the, the romance, how strange oh, it is and like just how that movie's put together is just a town somewhere. I don't know where it's, there's, there's a valley of Ganji and Ganja and, and they're just like chilling. And there's a little <laughs> valley of Gandhi. It's a different film. Yeah. So, so <laughs> the valley of Gandhi. It's bizarre watching a movie like this. It's, I agree, Tim. I wanted to say that I, I actually have similar <laughs> thoughts watching this because, you know, like you said, we have blockbusters right these days. I'm just so bored with all those blockbusters but now make it even more boring oh, a blockbuster no. from the 60s where you're just like watching this stuff happen on the screen it's like action it's supposed to be like you know oh you know wily adventure and stuff i'm just sitting there and being like what is going on can we just like get to something yeah get like it's like but isn't there something like there was i mean it's it's definitely it's, it's the whole movie the is 80 percent build up to a battle between two dinosaurs but it's like no, it's not but it's like the, <laughs> the the payoff at the end was the the dinosaur wrecking all the yeah but that's the know, spectacle the and and if if yeah exactly in the spectacle of that like when you you know capsulated for that era it must have been amazing you know seeing it must have been pretty like you've never seen a dinosaur wreck a city before like that that must have been like you know revolutionary like let's go to the cinema watch this movie what happens oh there's a dinosaur wrecks a whole city ooh cool and then you go watch it you, you can never watch it as experience you're always watching it from like you know this observation like you couldn't get into it it's obviously an animatronic yeah. puppet unless the story the human story is at such a level that it grips you so you kind of forgive the animatronic but when the story is so yeah, basic it's exactly like there's no entry point like unless you're like a really big fan of the animatronics you're like really, look at that that frame yeah. there like this like the 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 fur on the whole little horse is moving you know it's great <laughs> yeah. but it's like but your brain just shuts off after half an hour of it and then and then also <laughs> like the ending where it's just like everything just like engulfed in flames all of a sudden it's like that's the spectacle you know it's like he throws like this little flaming ball and just boom. But yeah, I totally it's agree. Awesome. Well, I don't know. Like, I think if if you look at the movie, there's like, like three or two key like markers, right? And that's pretty much it. The rest is just like, you know, it has to flow, you know, the blockbuster has to go. I mean, yeah, look, I'm not going to start defending, you know, like the hidden depth underneath, you know, the main character whose name I don't remember, James Franciscus and his motivations. And I remember his name. Know. Tuck. Oh, Tuck. Duck. And what's the lady's name? TJ. Uh, TJ and TJ. Tuck. And Jason. Yeah. And <laughs> Best friends. Jason's still there. <laughs> Jason, Imagine Jason. Jason was just stuck in the Valley of Guanji. But it's funny because like Jason and the Argonauts, like somehow when you look at that, it feels more of like a, you know, sort of like a classic. You don't know how to like, mm. you, you don't, you can kind of just feel the, you know, different approach for that movie. I'm not saying Jason and the Argonauts is a great movie in my opinion, but like when you look at the two of them, this is clearly like a blockbuster at the time and Jason's kind of like a, a little better. Well, it's based on like, I think <laughs> that Jason has like a story. You don't know where it's going or how it's going to end. This one, you're like, I mean, obviously you don't know for sure if they're going to bring the dinosaur back. Like that's not a story, you know, beat that unless you know about it, you would pick up. But as soon as that starts happening, you're like, oh, I know where this is heading. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. 
like when I was a kid, when I saw Lost World, you know, and then there's a T-Rex looking through the window to, to you know, like that, that, you know, that made an impact on me. Maybe if I saw uh, Valley of right. Guanji first, maybe that would have made an impact on me. But why? Well, in my opinion, I don't know. I I was watching this and I mean, of course, I'm going to have to agree. Like it is difficult to get into like what the story is because it's, it's fairly simplistic. And I feel like <laughs> to quote some someone stylistically, it's probably, you know, designed to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like, I think the underpinning, like the ideas, like the set pieces, the uh the visuals to me were inspiring i liked watching it i liked seeing where you know where it was going and what they what uh filmmakers of that era wanted to put into the story that they were telling despite it being really basic you know um but there was something with these old movies that always inspire me to think about all the the loose ends that they don't necessarily uh get into any detail on they're, <laughs> they're so mega sloppy give us some examples <laughs> yeah some ex- they don't some, care. some examples are like what i've been thinking of when i was watching this movie was the idea that there's like two different um like there's people whose motivations are now driven by you could say greed but it's not it's you know it's not a specific it's not like someone's like mm, he's looking at a coin and going i must get more of this you know it's always there's always you know oh, the it's matter, because right? of that yeah, you you know there is that, but it's not specific, and so you. But they still have a motivation to go to the to that valley and to see these you know dinosaurs and to you know tread carefully into Hug the unknown them. and risk you know risk their lives for for something that is a little more nebulous than you think it is that that you know that it that it's specifically saying it is, but that makes me start wondering about like. If you, you know, like maybe, you know, maybe there's different reasons for, for them doing this. And then like, there's, you know, like when you're like, when you want to, like, you're just thinking if there was a remake of this and you want to flesh it out and there's like so much that potential to think about, that's how I always look at it. I always feel like, wow. And then like seeing the ideas that they put in, like the, like, you know, the big purple dinosaur. And then there's like the uh pteranodon remember the pteranodon what did you think of that because they also had like oh the man practical who, who was a pteranodon sounds is that the the bird yeah one? the bird oh, the bird that, the guy he's snapping his neck so annoying <laughs> but the sounds were like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it just it kept going and i was like oh, it was it was a bit bur- just stop bird uh, birdemic a little bit the the, the, the. yeah but, uh, <laughs> but Phil, like that—that's funny. Like looking at that and seeing how the cliches evolved, especially if you're talking about this, like the greed element, and, and specifically naming uh, Kong versus Godzilla. It's like in this new oh, spoilers, <laughs> but this new movie, there's obviously like when there's a bat, it's obviously a tech business guy who wants to he has lots of money and he he wants to be like control the world like that's such a cliche of last like 30 years that's hilarious and it's so funny compared to valley of guanxi didn't have that no they're just it's so it's so entry level they're like (laughs) there's no businessman there's no twirling mustache that comes in even though twirling mustache comes from this era but it doesn't matter there's no businessman who runs this and he's like wants to greedy it's like 
the, the whatever her father figure i don't know if it was her actual father or just a father figure and and tj they're just like we gotta make more money and this horse will save it's so yeah. like like you know normal level but it's not yeah. so specific it was a little more nebulous and it that's what made it feel like there's a and okay i am probably reading more into it than it was intended but like that makes it feel like you are kind of thinking about is this right what, what they're doing but they're also sympathetic in a way. They're not twirling their mustaches and going, we got to get more of those dinosaurs, you know. <laughs> but that completely cons- I, I doesn't consider that, like the animals. That, like it's so, on another level, it's like, like right now you would have an in my environment or some kind of, you know, underlying to it. It's, it's so like, you know, 20th century. It's like, well, of course we're going to use those animals. Like there's, and at one point, nobody's like, well, what about these tears? It's of course we're going to use them in the circus. Look at them. They're weird. Yeah, but, but wasn't Guanji also the, the dinosaur Guanji wasn't Guanji also like, you know, he was put into a, he wasn't put into like a, a light where they're ready to kill him at the end. You know, that's true. So this is so, it's so interesting that you're talking about these things because for me it's like I don't at all <laughs> see the movie like this. For me, the movie is just like like I said before. It's like we have this very very basic story setup, and then I realize that the whole setup is just for that action sequence at the end with the dinos. That's honestly what I think the whole movie is. It, I'm just but going it, off of what Phil said, honestly, because I, I have to be, no, I be honest, as soon as they captured the T-Rex, like my brain was off. I don't even remember what happens afterwards. It's just because, because, yeah, like I was listening to the conversations and stuff and it's like, I remember for me, the key conversations where it's like, he was wanting to like, yeah, like, like you said, make some cash, but he wasn't like a bad guy. And then he was trying to talk to TJ and try to get back with her. But then she had her ideas of also, you know, fame and fortune and then he's like let's go to wyoming and she's like okay oh and then they're <laughs> stuck in the whole you know valley and everyone's like oh we have to get out of here and then it's like the story's about them getting out of the valley right that's like the whole plot it's like we gotta leave so i don't know for me i, I don't know i don't remember and then they take the they take the dinosaur yeah yeah i mean it's also very king kong as well it's just yeah oh it's yeah the, the man is the evilest of animals he kills the t-rex but here's the thing you know what what would help with this movie and it's, yeah. and sorry to, to diverge from the theme. I think the one when when they were going into the into the into the valley, they find this little cave, and they're like, "It's a whole valley inside here." I was thinking of Tomb Raider one, where you know, oh, where you find this hidden valley inside. Uh, I think it's Hidden Valley Ranch. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> find you find this hidden valley, and there's like that T Rexes in there. The ranch in Wyoming. And I like because that yeah. one that one is in, you know, it's like in snowy, I think it's in the Andes, I think, if I remember the first one. And then in yes, the valleys yes. inside. And it's like a kind of like, you know, rainforest, kind of tropical inside where dinosaurs live. I think the problem with this was they go into the valley and it looks exactly the same as the other valley. It's just desert. It just, it's like. and <laughs> It's the same. And I yeah, understand I like the effects of the stop motion of the creatures was amazing if they just invested in maybe some backdrops or some kind of scenery say like and this is at this point it's a cliche you know when they go into a sequel again i'm going to talk about godzilla they go into the middle of the world you know it's a a scenery change it's a different world it's just so such a letdown when they go and it's realistic to be honest but they go okay hidden valley and they come out and it looks exactly the same as the unhidden valley you're like okay i have to, <laughs> the look, I have to look at desert yeah. and horses again because ugh. 
I'm sorry about the horses. It's okay. So, so speaking of King Kong, you know that this was actually a uh, draft written by Rulis O'Brien, who did the effects for King Kong. Mm. But he he didn't he didn't wasn't involved because he died before the movie was made. Oh no, was that's it? interesting. I mean, I'm not saying he's a good screenwriter, but <laughs> just, just there's a there's a curious uh, curious connection there, making it very simple and um, connected. Whatever I'm talking about, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I like the purple dinosaur. Barney. Hmm. Barney. Is he, is T- Jacob, what do you think about the purple dinosaur? Honestly, I had enough of that dinosaur. <laughs> when, when, it, when it came in, I was like, fine, you know, do your thing or whatever. But then the whole ending was about the purple dinosaur. And it was just like, what, what was happening Remember the there? elephant? What about the, the elephant? elephant? And in the battle with the freaking stegosaurus or whatever. It took ages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took ages. And everyone's watching them and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, they're battling. And it's like, you know, the, this, the old monster movie, like King Kong versus Godzilla stuff, right? It's like, what if you put these two dinosaurs and they battle each other? And it's like, yeah. I'm not interested. Yeah, but but, but Guanji, Guanji fights an elephant. That sounds like a man. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, I didn't realize. Half the of these sound effects sound like elephant. people, by the way. Even even the dinosaurs. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like an animal sound, like you know, two out of three, and then there's a man going. <laughs> 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 it's great. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you guys. It's just like and plus I have to say that for instance, you know, okay. You know, we're used to watching, for instance, you know, we grew up at the cusp when the, when CGI started becoming prevalent and mm-hmm. everyone was reimagining how to do monsters and, you know, taking consideration like, you know, angles that are effective and weight and, you know, size and, you know, building things up and, you know, I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but back then I, I, re- I noticed something interesting that like they didn't have that same perspective. Uh, it, it was the perspective was just like, they were animating these creatures and there was always this, you know, like wide shot. Like I noticed there's yeah. never like shots of like, you know, POV or like something to create oh, th- like There scale. were some POVs. But you're okay, right. well, maybe I forgot. But you there, know what I'm there, saying? There, like, there was yeah. like a sense of like this scale or like... Oh, <laughs> that picture. Snapping that guy's neck. <laughs> he was snapping it for like five minutes. It was amazing. Yeah. Tim sent us a screenshot of like the cowboy snapping the Pterodon's neck. And so it's difficult to like be, you know, I was even trying to think of myself, like, what if I was someone watching this at the time when it came out? It was a little hard to see how this would be like, um, I don't want to say like, yeah, like impressive in the sense of like, oh my goodness, these are big creatures. I really couldn't get out of like the zone of thinking like these are small (laughs) creatures. (laughs) There's this small lizard running around. Uh, you know, really fastly animated going, you know, and, and something like that. What? They did a couple of good jobs, though, for instance, where the people are like jumping away, like, you know, and they're kind of interacting with some of them. But at the end of the day, really, you know, because the limitations is that there's always a person, you know, far away from the dinosaur, like, you know, squabbling and going, ah, ah you know, <laughs> yeah. jumps away. You know, that, that's the majority of the, of the shots are that. So... <laughs> Yeah, you know. I know. Well, Phil, it, it's my question. Yeah. It, when when this stuff was coming out, when Ray Ray Harryhausen was was the king of these things, was it Ray like was it like oh uh, this is amazing effects? Like how did they do that? It's it's so good. Or was it like oh my god, this little horse is real? Good question. <laughs> no idea, man. Would they would people no actually idea. like tricked by this, or everyone was just like I, you know, I good crap? I the, have same question. I don't know. They are. 
Like, oh my God, I saw Prohibited Dinosaur. If the sensation would have been the same for the average moviegoer at the time, would they be like, wow, I, like that was amazing. These dinosaurs battling and destroying things or would it be like, oh, you know, it was okay. They did the effects okay, but you know. I, I don't know, but I do know that for King Kong, that's a long, that's like, that was. Well, King Kong oh, was like, oh, yeah, before, that's what yeah, was before yeah. people saw him black and white. Some people thought time, it was, you know? but like there was one person like who said that like a critic who reviewed King Kong in 1933, who said the animation, like King Kong is so real that his fur is moving, you know? And Uh it's like, and it was the fur of the animator's fingers that were holding it because they had to change the the pose. And you can, yeah, it wasn't intentional. And it's funny. So I don't know that if that gives you a clue of something, Hey, that's cool. That's a nice, like, I mean, like a re done concept art. idea. Yeah. Like re, I mean, you know, you know, Dinosaurs versus cowboys, it's, it's, not, it's not a bad concept. I wouldn't mind it's it. It's a good idea. But you see what I'm saying, though, in terms of like yeah. the, the spectacle aspect is that, like I said, you know, obviously Ray Harryhausen was a very talented man and obviously his effects were great in terms of what he was trying to do and what he was doing. But I'm just trying to look at it from the perspective of, of a moviegoer at that time and now as a moviegoer in modern times where, you know, there's been... Where a, Philip a forces you to watch something for a podcast... And so, so the point, I don't know, like, yeah. I just really can't, I can't see what was so, you know, like, it didn't feel like very threatening, you know, like as a viewer, as a, like a moviegoer watching it. I mean, that's I okay. Know. You know, like when you watch stuff, like, like we said at the beginning, it's sometimes you can, you can watch something and just be an observer of, you know, what it is. It doesn't have to take you in. Yeah. But, I, but I think maybe just as this one, I was just like, I was really getting tired of, of, of you know, like desert and, and dinosaurs. The first half was, you know, fun. <laughs> There's like the, the scientists and they're like all these schemes and there's this weird romance where they're like fighting and all of a sudden they're kissing and stuff's happening and there's a Carlos and then there's a little boy with a, with a donkey. A little boy. You know, it's good fun. And then there's just a bunch of horses and desert. Too much, too much wide shots in the, in, in the second didn't half. You, Tim, didn't you get bored though? For instance, like what Tim, Phil was talking about, it's like, you know, he's thinking about the depths and where the stories could have gone. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm don't, just, don't, you, don't yeah. you get bored of like seeing these characters just spout out the you know like it's basically the same dialogue like today it's just a different vernacular you know it's like like oh no you know what how dare you you know put this animal for a show you know what will the institute say about this and it's like you've seen this a billion times like wasn't that boring for you like just at that point i was kind of zoned out these vernacular i have to say i was just saying the same thing and they're just like let's do this this guy says let's do that and then you know like i'm just saying there was no like there were no characters in a sense. It was just like, didn't you get bored of that or no? I have to say like halfway through, I was like, I was zoned out. I was like watching it, but I don't remember anything that happens to be honest. Cause like when you said like it's good, <laughs> it's good fun at the beginning. It's like, I would agree if it's good fun. If it like, you know, the characters were interesting and it was fun. <laughs> there, there's this, there's a scene where like the little boy goes to play with a bull and then Carlos saves him, but nothing really comes of that. Does it? I don't know. Just, it just, no. it just happens. I thought it was going to be a feud between Carlos and our main character. Like, oh, yeah, that's Carlos. Right. And she's like, no, I don't love Carlos. Yeah, like a love triangle. Carlos and, and yeah. Nikki. What is his name? Nick. Yeah. Jason. What yeah. is his name? Todd. Tuck. Ted. Todd. Tuck. Ted. Ted. Tuck. Tuck. <laughs> he's, he's got a like spiffy outfit. It was, it's so, like, it's. It was cool, right? The cool, cool outfit. <laughs> I mean, many of them. I thought it was like a. He's a businessman. Just figure out like what Woody. was his occupation. Businessman. Like, I never figured out. Just like a businessman, business venturer. Yeah. 
He said he's like he traded stock, <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe he has like some connections my, to the aliens, yeah. like Guanji yeah. coins. So, so I zoned out for the like, second That's half. That's what I'm of, gonna do. That's my cryptocurrency. I'm gonna make a Guanji coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, purple, purple dinosaur. <laughs> so let me ask you guys, since you guys maybe watched this a little bit more, paying attention than I did. Is there any explanation of what, what this, this valley of Guanji actually is? Like, what, like evolution remained there? How, how do these horses and oh, dinosaurs yeah. all... I didn't find out either. Chill there. Like, when the it's dinosaurs the eat the old horses? Because there's like a couple of, a couple of, million, years, couple of million years between little horses and dinosaurs, to be honest. I'm just wondering, how, did they ever explain this or it's just no? Yeah, Phil, you're asking you. me? I don't know. You're the host. This is like the Lost World. You know how the Lost World is, right? Not the Jurassic Park movie, but the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah, Lost but it, World. but but is it is it tiny? Ho- is it like mammals, extinct mammals, and dinosaurs, or it's just dinosaurs in in the Lost World? That's a good question. I don't remember. I think that in Lost World, the book, there are like ex- there are like a primitive form of humanoids uh-huh, uh-huh, existing uh-huh. in that island. Maybe there are also extinct mammals. It's a hodgepodge, you know. Back then, no one cared. They used to love that. They used to love dinosaurs and, and yeah. like like uh, primitive humans well, because they were just just discovered. Yeah, they were just discovered really recently, back in like the late nineteenth century. They used to, used to love them. Them chilling out, dinosaurs and yeah, humans just like chilling. But they did introduce yeah. some element of the the old hag was like it's in a cursed valley. He's like that didn't you nothing happened from that hag. either. Yeah, <laughs> nothing happened from that. So I'm wondering, like you know, who knows? It's true. But the hag knows. I guess Why the curse was the... purple. Maybe he <laughs> drank some elixir, you know, from the enchanted fountain. You know oh, what I'm yeah. About? They're like they're like their brothers, and they they drink, and now they're cursed to be yeah. ancient beasts. Exactly, live forever. You know, and maybe he, you know, like King Kong sad story living in the valley and then they find him after you know three million years after all his friends got extinct well i don't know like for me this like i don't know for me viable guanji i could like honestly like i think it's a movie that i could watch more often than once but i guess i I don't know i have a different set of it's interesting phil when you tell me about guanji years ago you're like i watched this movie guanji like it's an interesting film I gotta say, like I really expected something totally different. I was thinking like a hidden, like a I'm gem sorry. from like the '60s that's like sophisticated and like, I thought amazingly it was complex gem. dialogue and like you know these storylines. And then it's like, wow, like this is overlooked and it got buried, you know, in history. It know, kind of is. That's what I, I thought. <laughs> I guess it's just a completely different point of view there. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, you know, I'm just like being honest here. I, I, I was not like, you know, like I said, yeah. at least Jason was like random stuff happened. This was just like, you know, this is, yeah, I okay. agree. I don't know. Cause like, this how many seems dinosaurs like, in total were there in this movie? Okay. So there was Guanji, like that, the yes. pterodactyl, the Styracosaurus. So that's three. Right. Then there is it's like a tiny one. You count the small right? horse. Yeah, we'll count it as a dinosaur. Why not? Okay, four. Five, because there's that small one that Guanji eats. Yeah, he just eats okay, one. Okay. Um, okay. Which they reuse the shot in, in Jurassic Park. Hmm. Huh. There's five dinosaurs. Tiny Horse is cool, though. Know. I think it was the best animation. I like Tiny Horse. Tiny Horse? Well, yeah. It's, it's animal, so maybe they understood... Yeah, and the as you said, the fur was moving because of the fingers. <laughs> because the fingers, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, look. The finger fur technique. I feel like there's a lot, because like 
basic movies like this that have ideas that I feel are interesting. Um, and then, like I said, they're the story beats and uh, the way that this is portrayed is very simplistic. And there has a lot of things that made maybe unintentionally go nowhere. You know, like the curse. What's the curse? You know, like is the curse that the the, the cathedral was destroyed and like. You know, oh yeah, the T Rex have... is in the church now. It's all coming back to me, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that was a cool. That was like. One of the, <laughs> what is the like T Rex doing in the church? Is that supposed to be like? Burner. Is that is a metaphor of like? Honestly, I was asking the devil the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. The curse, curse. But of... Actually, it wasn't it wasn't the T Rex who burned down the church? It was Tuck, right? Yes, he threw the fireball. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, like tier- Mario, he got <laughs> the fireball. But the T Rex died in a burning church. How my, is that? My favorite. That's a, that's amazing uh, metaphor that has no meaning whatsoever. I, I have no. Yeah, the same question. I was like, what is happening? And my favorite part was where like he he throws that little whatever that thing is called. You know, Torch? What talking about yeah, but it's like it was like a little, little platter. You know. Like flame. Oh, a platter yeah, of yeah, torches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a platter, a platter of, of fire. Platter of fire. Yeah, that's what it is. And he threw it, and then I saw it. You know, the the wooden fence thing uh, started catching so bad, and then everything yeah, the was starting to be fire. engulfed in flames. And I was like, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, this is Notre Dame. Dark fire. Dark fire. Dark fire. And Jim, could you explain why it's Zoo Tycoon at the end? Oh, yeah. So, long time ago, we played Zoo Tycoon, and there was this dinosaur expansion that we bought. It was called, like, Dino something. The dinosaur and they had, expansion. They had dinosaurs, and we were so excited um, to test these dinosaurs that we... Our great plan was that we created a bunch of dinosaurs in these pens, and then we released them, and we went to bed, and we're like, we're going we're to wake up tomorrow, and the whole, you know, yeah, we, we, we let the game happen. Yeah, Tim was here, too, because we did it at Tim's <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah, yeah you, you're going to yeah. wait for... We let the game play while we took out all the fences in our zoo yes. with all yeah. the dinosaurs, and we let it go and do overnight. its own thing while we went to... Yeah, overnight. Yeah, like 10 and hours. We had these ideas where we were talking about, it, like, what will happen? Maybe, like, they are creating their own civilization... Yes, we were like super interested in like what's the computer gonna do, and then my favorite part was we checked in the morning. It was the lamest thing ever. It was just like they destroyed a couple of buildings and they were running around. <laughs> and most of the people were still there for some reason. Yeah, and we were like, we thought they were gonna eat everybody. And the animation was amazing of the dinosaurs because it's like three frames. It was like dunk dunk dunk. Yeah, just running, running just frame running. of three seconds, yeah. and then they would they would get in the corner and they would still do the running animation even yeah. though they're standing still. This was pre-3D. Wasn't that 2D still? But yeah, that was 2D. So that's what I mean by the end of the movie. It's just like, you know, release him from the cage and he goes, you know, <laughs> he, when he, you know like when he t- taps a building, you know, it just turns into rubble like, like um, Age of Empires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Hey, there's a it's new like, Age of Empires coming out. What? Yeah? New? We should play yeah. Is it gonna we be, should check it out. It's, it's also Xbox, so I guess Mac. that's good. Ooh. Age of Empires, what, what is number we'll five? What is that number? I don't know. You know how they do these days. They just put, they just call oh, it Age of stop, Empires yeah. now. Uh, four. Wait, no. I'm sorry. This is again riveting question on the podcast. Oh no. My big That's the question we need to an answer. I want to see. I want to see. I'm looking. Four to me, Age of Empires 4 launches autumn 2021. I love how we just said, oh, it is four. Now. Okay. Yeah. The Tectonic Knights. PC via Steam and Xbox Game Pass. Oh, it's okay. It's for okay. PC. Well, is it crossplay? We PC, like, Xbox. Look, if it's crossplay, yeah, we could we could play. Yeah, 
I'm gonna It'll be I'm, the PC master race, and we'll be the next bones. As long as buildings crumble <laughs> and the trebuchets yeah, just like chill them. by themselves. And God, we good. had the trebuchets, the self-moving, <laughs> self-moving trebuchets, and self-moving trebuchets. Yeah, and the Whoa. peasants, <laughs> and let the Whoa. peasants go. And that was awesome. Converting everybody to your religion. <laughs> Convert a trebuchet to your religion. <laughs> those are good times. <laughs> and an elephant too. <laughs> Gotta get those inanimate oh, objects. Those are good. <laughs> Just to, just for just for posterity, just so you listeners know, we weren't necessarily amazing Age of Empires players, no. but we would have these marathons where one time we played a And also we were playing stretch. them fifteen years after it was released, to be honest. That's right. Yes, that too. We did a six hour stretch where the three of us played against one super hard PC. No no no. It was three of us against six hard PCs. <gasps> You're kidding. Remember we did we did we We were that six? good? No wait, how many max was it? We, I think maybe three. I think it was I think max was maybe six. Three v3. So it was so yeah, three v three. Yes, it was three v three. So it was three of us against six. the hardest three PCs. We beat the PC. We did. And the best part at the end, you know when you get that cool graph, you know, the business graph that shows you <laughs> how you did. <laughs> and it plays the music, goes dun 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 and then you wait three minutes for the song to finish and then it's just silence but we on that graph we had that amazing where every all our resources were depleted all the way to like you know there was no hope and then all of a sudden this spike and we just grow and we defeated the people it was a great moment i remember i always it was cherish a good moment hey, it was speaking, great um, we had a strategy yeah. and it, yeah, we, yeah. phil was, was our good. farmer and he was he was to protect the lands <laughs> and me and jake were the offense hey, with my tectonic knights do you guys remember when 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 phil was doing so poorly in the game and then phil looked over to his neighbor enemy and it's like he sees Tim just like you know using plopping the the farm patches like yeah yeah, yeah together yeah. you know to economically I was treating make as much it like a city simulator <laughs> you were yeah. designing I like, I want it my so farm to look nice he was like I want like, where's the pathway where are the people are gonna walk and it's like this isn't the freaking designer game where you're making it like your own town this is just like resources now <laughs> faster better <laughs> I know that was great and I, I, also I learned a thing or two you know. I learned, and I was pretty good with my tectonic knights. Tectonic knights were awesome. True. Well, what did you play with, yeah. oh, Jake? Remember? Slow, Just though. Who, who, was your, who was your faction? I think it was the Huns, maybe? I, no, I can't remember. Honestly. Tim was we, the pink Vikings. Tim, you should pull That's... up the list. I want to see who the, who the people oh, were. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The, the last I thing. I think I changed. Doing... I think I was a, I was a swap. <laughs> wait, wait like what did we play? Age of Empires 2, right? Two, yeah. Yeah, two, two, not one. Phil was... No. I think I was like the... The tectonics? Britons? Tim no, I was the France, wasn't Vikings. I? <laughs> yeah. Vikings with the bizarre. Yeah. I started as the Aztecs, but then I was like, no, these guys... The Aztecs are visually pleasing, the but they I suck think. as far as, uh, as yeah. a... <laughs> as thing. Oh, guys, wasn't I... I think I was, the, I think I was the Teutons. That's what I was, the Teutons. Could be. Um, Do you guys remember the terrible feeling when you're playing and you just suddenly see... Dun, next uh, yeah oh yeah yeah the age you know you reach the next age it's like we're on age one and tim's like tim's like an age three uh let's see he's like ready <laughs> yeah he's already yeah, has yeah, guns yeah. you know that Aztecs, yeah. berbers britons bulgarians burmese i think i played byzantines a few times didn't i i guess Celts, chinese cumans ethiopians franks goths the cumans Huns. With the basils. The Incas were there as well. Indians, Italians, Japanese, Khmer, 
Wait. Japanese. I think I was Japanese, maybe. You had Khmer here? Oh, my goodness. Turning Lithuanians, Magyars, um, Malay, Malians, Mayans. Is this an extended list? I don't remember. Mongols. Uh, because like know. this, this is this is what I got. I got Britons, Celts, Franks, Goths, Teutons, Vikings, Byzantines, Persians. Ooh, the defi- sorry, sorry, sorry. The, Turks, Chinese, Japanese. I'm Mongols. looking at the definitive edition. I think I was the Mongols, this is like a remake of it. Sure. Remember, we are Mongols. Yeah, yeah. You, you have Slavs yeah. in here, dude. We should get. We should get. I think you're looking at some kind of fan. No, no, no. no it's not yeah, fan. They did a remake. Right. It's called a definitive edition. It's on Xbox, dude. Oh, <gasps> look at this. They remade it. Well, why are we why playing Why are we this? playing this exactly? Why are we recording a podcast and not playing this? That's cool. Let's try it. Let's see what let's see if we if we can we can do something like that. I would love to do this again. Oh, you played Mongols? Mongols. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, because I remember those buildings. Yeah, uh, yeah. I played I played the Teutons. The Teutons! Ha ha ha. With their Teutonic knights strutting around like penguins with giant swords. Oops. Anyway, this was Valley of Guanji. Wonderful movie, in my opinion, but, you know, that's It's a great me. movie. And <laughs> if you want to fall asleep and be bored, yeah, I know. And I have <laughs> killed the whole, whole world! And... Next time we're gonna next time we're gonna conclude this with Clash of the <gasps> Titans, which is Ray Harryhausen's last movie, and it was made in 1981. So, Phil, of these three movies, what's the top pick for Phil? Top pick for me for the three um, movies you presented are going well. well yeah. I think I started with Jason and the Argonauts being the mm-hmm. coolest one because that's the one that I just I've watched the most mm-hmm. of, and it just has more interesting visual visuals. It's true. There's a forest. <laughs> like stuff. set pieces. I love Valley of Guanji for the ideas that it has and the, again, the I, the visuals, even though it, I'm not talking necessarily about the cinematography, I'm just talking about like cowboys and dinosaurs and, you know, trying to make a plausible idea out of it. That's what I kind of enjoy about it. Um, and then Clash of the Titans is just like, you know, Swan Song. It's like one of those last, hey, remember those old Sword and Sandals movies? Well, this is the last one. Let's watch it. You know, and I think this one's, I think that one's going to be the most crazy. And I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, hype it up, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit crazy. It's okay. You can go ahead. You, you can, can hype it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I just, it, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I've seen the remake, the dreadful remake. I've never seen the original. So. Yeah. It sucks. And I hate it. I, I hate it so much that I made a dub over of it. And instead of it being like an actual making fun of the voices dub over back in 20, 2009, I was just complaining. Was just <laughs> There's no voice acting. It. It's just a commentary no. track of Phil going. It, just, it, it, dev- it devolves into me just being angry at the remake. Um, and um, speaking of which, just wanted to get this at the end because I don't know when I'll talk about it again. Tim, I, I watched Kong vs. Godzilla, and I hated it. Oh, good. No, I didn't hate it. Oh, okay. I, I was disappointed. I was very disappointed with it. I had low expectations. Very disappointed. Um, based on, you know, the, the, the last movie that came out, it wasn't really in the, in the spirit of that first one that came out that, that I liked, the, the Walter White one. And so I, I had really low expectations, even based on the trailer, and yet I was still disappointed. Yeah. So I, I was I was disappointed just because like I'm coming from the angle of they these characters didn't fight each other for seventy years, and if you're gonna do that, the first Godzilla 2014 did a much better job with amping up the you know the 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 build up. Oh. 
the dread. I love this. I, I but how I, like this the first 2014 Godzilla compared to those the the next two did a much better job at least with the direction that I wished these next ones would have been like. I, I mean, just I saw the poster and I was already done. So. No, it, it, <laughs> but it's, it's like, all you it, need to watch see, is that for poster. Me it's like it's Kong versus Zilla. It's like that. That like for me, like I'm just speaking personally. I don't expect anybody else to be like this excited. But like, there's Godzilla. There's King Kong. King Kong is a 90 year old you know property, been here forever. Cinematic legend. Uh, Godzilla is equally as as legendary, <laughs> produced by legendary. And they're coming together, fighting. You're just, take it seriously. That's what I feel. You know, I feel like just for the sake of the legacy of these characters, you just make it the best you can be. And I was just as so someone who doesn't. It, it just felt like as someone yeah. who doesn't care about the legacy of this. I could feel somebody who does care about it. Like, th- like finally, we have CGI. We have all the technical possibilities. You can you can get any writer, any director for this. And and you know for this exactly what you're I could I could picture in my head somebody being a fan of that like yes it's our final moment to get this out and it's the lowest effort and you know what's crazy to me I was looking online and people love it yeah 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 people, I don't know what yeah, they're, they're talking like, about you know? I hated the human story they would love Val of Guanji <laughs> then too so hey hey don't that. don't badmouth <laughs> Valley of Guanji buddy there was there was not a single redeeming it's a classic uh, fact like I, and I hate I, I feel so bad like going on a podcast and talking about a big budget movie and how crappy it is but it was it was bizarrely bad to me this this guts I don't know like so Tim yeah. I, have you ever heard my amazing idea, which now is more relevant than ever? I truly believe there should be a movie that comes mm-hmm. out, literally no story. It's just like two monsters battling. For oh, like you mean like hour. a Zack Snyder that's movie? It. Like, there's no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not oh, dude, have you have you seen it? Have no, you seen but Emma has. Right? Emma has. No, I, I popped it. Oh, I can't. I can't oh. look. I used to be a really big uh, a Zack Snyder apologist back in the day when he was releasing movies such as, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, people, people shit on Zack Snyder because like, it's too visual and it's like, there's not enough substance and, and it's just like a long music video. And I saw, what was that movie called? Those, those girls, Sucker Punch. Sucker and I was punch. like, you know what? It's, it's meant to be that way. Sucker Punch is great. I can't, I can't, like, I can't, I think after, what was it? The, the Man of Steel, just the visual noise of his desaturated action where the whole world is... I, I can't, I can't <laughs> bring myself changes, to it. Like, yeah. I, I think halfway through Batman versus Superman, I gave up. And that was, that was... I haven't seen Justice League, neither of the versions. I just... I can't go there. It's... It's bad. It's it's Guanji again. It's just the desert and horses. Desert and Gu- horses. You, you take that back. No, it's not. You I'm take that joking. back, Tim. Guanji's better than this Justice League, Zack Snyder, four hour long, you know, I don't know. I'm My eyes are tired of of I too much fidelity of, of CGI, just like. <laughs> well, that's why we watched Growl Valley of Guanji. Now your eyes are refreshed. Anyway, thank yeah, you very true. much for listening to our podcast. <laughs> I think we've been we've we're here a little yeah too yeah long, I think, I'm so. in the too long zone in my logic section here we, we've been in a too long zone yeah, for like yeah, yeah, ten yeah. minutes so. now but it's okay just a little ten minutes just wanted to pick that up with uh, some stuff that we were watching really in brief. I want to watch Godzilla again T- Jacob anything else you want to say when your semifinal oh let's get two more episode uh, oh yeah your your semi semifinal your quasi final got nothing to it's say quasi mondo 
except right. uh, Guanji. That's all I want to say. Gwan- hashtag Guanji. I like hashtag it. You can kill a pterodactyl by yeah. biting its neck. Just like Snap you kill a turkey. Neck. Yeah. Good. Oh, no. Wait, really? But they say he's that that's a giant lizard not a that's not a bird love like, is blind if you only knew question you know when when guanji gets uh speared uh-huh. by our main character <laughs> it sounded so what dirty came out of guanji's head <laughs> what, what came, came out, out of, of his head it wasn't food like food coloring like a was it blood it was it like guts <laughs> food oh, coloring it? that's it it was very bright Thank and you. red food <laughs> food <laughs> <a> melon <laughs> cherry bye food bye 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 Okay, I'm wrecking too now. I'm a wrecking. <gasps> I'm I'm wrecking. I'm wrecking as well. Good, reckon. you're wrecking. I reckon. reckon. How are you guys, by the way? You wreck. Doing all right. I feel uh, weird. Doing right. Weird. Why? Tomorrow's Monday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel. I'm so, I'm so tired today. Like I don't know. I'm just so tired. I washed the car today, which was nice. <laughs> That's nice. Doesn't look like a. It's not. It's not covered in bird shit. <laughs> Tim has a long history of bird shit in this podcast uh, legacy. I do. Yeah, you talked about birds crapping on your balcony once for a long time. That was a good. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, man, I forgot about that. That was terrible. Yeah, Tim, are you gonna get? No, I'm sorry, I forgot. Are you gonna get the Gojira? I think I'm gonna get it. What are you talking about? Yeah, I the think plugins. I like those uh, pedals. Ah. Oh man, yeah. Because if you think about it, the value is like you get the octave one, you get the high pitch yes. octave one. That's already amazing value. And then you have, the, honestly, I didn't like the other ones that much, but that's just me. I like the phaser and the chorus because they're very... I um, like those. Yeah, I, I like them because like the ones in Logic, the built-in ones, mm-hmm. they're really good technically. Have a lot of saturation. They're like They don't have a lot of character. No so character, having these... Yeah. That have like some wonky character is nice to have in your like yes. toolbox. You can slap it on there and it changes the sound quite a bit. So I think maybe that fuzz kind of thing, that's pretty good too. I think it's mm-hmm. very nasty. I wish I had like but, a MIDI, yeah. MIDI, uh, like a pedal or something like that. So you can then control those, you know, that, that oh, uh, yeah, yeah, octaver because yeah. you can have that wow. I mean, if you think about it, that's actually a pretty good investment to get one of those like pedals that you plug in. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? USB, I guess. Yeah, you could do USB. And I'm pretty sure those are cheap. Because the Cori one has a wah pedal too, right? Oh, so but you could use that as well. I can't use that because I have to use the fake wah. It's called auto wah. Ugh. So that'd be cool. Fake it. 
Fake it. I think, I think I'll get it. I'm just a little bit sad that it is. Like, it's cheap. Obviously, it's a really good bargain. But I always keep forgetting about that vat that they put on. <laughs> they sneak yeah. that in. They, they sneak that, that in. You know, it didn't used to be like that. It used to be like you just buy something and then no one knows. But because, like, if you count it now, it's international like, I law. 80, I think it's 80 euros, like 50% off altogether Oof. with the vat, which is yeah, I'm off to think about it's it. still better than 150, right? That's true. That's true. It's still, so, it's still, you know, 60. I think 60 I'm going to get it and bite the bullet because I know that I'll probably use it. And, you know, the rest, by the way, I tried also some of the older ones. Seems mm-hmm. like they got even better. Like, I tried that um, Tosin Abasi one. Mm-hmm. Didn't sound amazing compared to the new yeah. ones. So. Though his tones are not the best to me, honest. Like they're Could very be. technical, be. clean. I, I like yeah. some gunk in mine. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just anyway, to, sorry, Jacob. Need to do a clap stick. Oh, clap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stink. Okay. Ready? ready? I'm ready? drinking ready? prosecco. I was watching okay. Sumerians. <laughs> I have okay. my rum. Ready? Okay. Ready. Uh, three, two, one. What's prosecco? Uh, Italian sparkly wine. Uh huh. White. You wait, 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 wait. You live in Croatia, and you uh-huh. have not been on the Prosecco train in summer. No. What's that? It's like uh. Well, I, it's been. What the a, hell you is know, that? Well, it's Italian thing, right? And Croatia is very Italian, and also it's been well, like a not, trend for that's last. That's true, though. Croatia isn't Italian. It's just Istra that has Italian influence. I guess. The I guess the, the seaside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not true. even Dal- Dalmatia is not like it doesn't have Italian influence. It's just the north. Uh, huh. the places you went to okay okay makes sense but essentially it's you know you like champagne the french mm-hmm. sparkly wine so this is italian prosecco and it's been a trend for like last three four years you know the cocktail well it's not a cocktail but it's it's a cocktail made from that red uh alcohol what the hell is it called <laughs> red alcohol wine <laughs> No, no, it's like with oranges. In the summer, people are drinking them. What the hell is that called? Rosé. Ah, something. I don't know. Prosecco cocktail. This is a riveting conversation, but you have not seen people drink... Maybe I have. I forgot. Um... Damn it! What is it called? I why am I blanking out? I think I'm, I, think I I'm, don't know. I'm getting older, and I'm just my brain is not functioning. I'm worried I have like a parasite in me because I can't remember I can't a remember single word. Either. It's ridiculous. Have you ever anyway, had this drink. There's this Croatian drink in Istra. <laughs> only in Istra. It's called. Oh my goodness! You know I don't know anything. Uh, you see what I mean? Uh, like we're just saying, like you know this thing. I remember. Yeah. What is this <laughs> thing? Um, <laughs> red. Cocktail summer. Drink too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Should I keep uh, this in the podcast or not? That's I don't question. know. I don't know. I feel like this is the worst. I'll just put this at the end. Um, just an extended ending. It's been like a, like in Bratislava you know. here. It's been like a trend for the last three years. Like first it was just like the influencers, and now everywhere you go, and this is getting ridiculous that I can't find this stupid name of this drink i don't know mine either i'm looking for it <laughs> i just don't understand this i don't know what that drink is bloody mary no it's not that's different it, so you have prosecco which is like white uh wine that's sparkly right you you drink it cold it's summer you mm-hmm. know it's kind of like champagne but it's not like for celebration it's just like hot. i drink my wine you and and the, the other thing is like this italian boiled wine italian <laughs> yeah, <boiled> red <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, liquor. 
Prosecco. Wait, wait, wait. What Prosecco. is it? Oh, no, wait. No, no, still haven't found it. I'm sorry, Tim. I'm not well versed in the ways of uh, this is, this is, champagne. This is, this is dumb. This is really... No, don't put this in the podcast, Philip. This is... Okay, Why? I won't. Put it in. Put everything in. <laughs> My last two days. <laughs> I know. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. I, I, I last feel, two days. He doesn't care. I feel like I'm losing my mind because I can't find the name of this stupid drink. But real quick, Jacob, yeah. don't you want to be here for the Amanda show one? Which, I mean, the girl Amanda one. No, show. the Hillary Duff. The Hillary Duff one. Oh, yeah. Yes. So three more. No, two more. It's yeah. A, well, this one, then yeah, this one. This one, one, one then the next one, and then yeah. one more. Yeah. Of course, I'll be for Lizzie McGuire. The hell? It's your episode. You have to be there. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I can't find it. I can't. I can't. Red color. I'm doing it again. <laughs> Italian uh, cocktail summer. This is ridiculous. <laughs> up, up it all. There we go. Up it all. I know what that is. Took up seven minutes. Spritz. Yes, up took it seven all. minutes to find up it all spritz. I think I've heard of that. I've never heard of this. Okay, so so you have prosecco, you have oranges, and you have up it all, and you have ice, and that's it. Okay, let's I'll, I'll okay. This, I'll hook you guys that's up. Cool. And it, and it's everywhere now. And it's it's mm. kind of bitter. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. I've actually had this. <laughs> yeah? Where? <laughs> yes, I have. I know. Because we went to a restaurant and Paula ordered it and I tried it. There you That's go. That's cool. It's like based Content. Mm. Seven, seven minutes of Googling. Okay. We can hear about a drink. Can we start? Yeah. Yeah, I'll start. <laughs> 